Welcome to the Mortification of Spin Bully Pulpit, the short podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. I'm your host, Carl Truman, and I'm here with my friend, Todd Pruitt. Good to be with you, Todd. Good to be with you. The Mortification of Spin is a podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. We can only continue with your help. Visit mortificationofspin.org to make a donation or call 1-800-488-1888. As you go online to make that donation, grab a latte and let's listen to how Carl and Todd are reacting to some recent criticism. What's on our mind today? Well, I want to talk today about some of the uh, well, the significance of some of the feedback we've been getting for for our podcasts over the last yeah. month or so. Difficult it is to believe we have actually <laughs> been accused by some people out there of being uh, insensitive, <laughs> of speaking inappropriately when we criticised other people and even named their names uh, without having first taken them out for a latte at the at the local Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about the the general cultural phenomenon that that kind of response represents. Um, It seems to me that we live in a world where uh, people are getting increasingly strident, but at the same time getting increasingly hypersensitive to criticism. And there are various aspects to this, but one of them that, that seems to me to be very obvious is there is a fundamental confusion in the universe in which we now live in uh, between disagreement and personal animus. We seem to live in a world where if I disagree with something you're saying, then I'm somehow oppressing you, diminishing you as a person, reducing your humanity. Uh, What do you think about that as as an observation? Yeah. Well, again, as hard as it is to believe, we have gotten a little bit of pushback. Now, I don't want to overplay that. Um, I, I mean, all I ever hear is how much people love me. Now, I'm, I assume you get some pretty negative feedback, though, Carl. Yeah, but uh, but I thoroughly enjoy it. I <laughs> right, so, exactly. I wear these things as badges of honor. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, yeah, so we, we've had, uh, I, mean, I mean, obviously, we're, we're called the mortification of spin, not, not because we're looking uh, to satisfy uh, the entire spectrum of what might, might be called uh evangelical these days but uh, clearly when and and i think we're finding this to be true i certainly have found it true in my own personal life and now with this podcast if if you name someone's name and i'm not talking about some pastor that nobody knows about or, or your next door neighbor but a a well-known evangelical leader um and and call them out on something they've taught or or written publicly there seems to be this common outcry that that says, you know, that's wrong. It's not helpful. It's destructive. Um, if you disagree with someone's position, uh, there comes this very, very emotional response. And we've gotten a little bit of that from a few corners where we've presented a particular perspective, which we don't try to hide or pretend to hide, but that we actually believe what we believe and we're happy believing what we believe. Um, but because it differs from someone else, in some cases, they take that very, very personally, as if the act of being disagreed with somehow is an assault on their worth as a person. Yeah, and sometimes this is given a what I would regard as a pseudo-biblical gloss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew 18, of course, is the text to which a lot of people right. go when they say, you can't criticize somebody. Matthew 18, you've got to speak to them right. privately. Matthew 18, of course, is dealing with 
private personal sin, uh, right. not public action. Uh, and uh, secondly, of course, disagreeing with somebody does not necessarily mean you're accusing them of, of sinning. Just because you disagree with me right. doesn't mean that I regard you as sinning against me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one might add a third aspect to that and say when it comes to, to teaching that is defective, deficient, perhaps even false at points, we have the example of the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul does not arrange with the Colossians to go over and have coffee with whoever is teaching that Christ is not enough. The Apostle Paul, who possibly never even been to Colossae, simply sends a letter telling the Colossians, you need to deal with with this teaching and these people in in this way. Uh, So Jude does the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. We live in an age where we we have this pseudo-politeness Mm-hmm. where we feel the need to to be polite about everybody and anything uh, up front. Uh, and often, of course, the nastiness goes on, goes on behind the scenes. But we should not kid ourselves that spinelessness or a commitment to a bland aesthetic of niceness has anything to do with biblical teaching on what is and is not an appropriate way to confront error, stupidity, silliness, whatever. Yeah, and I think that that's what you pointed out is what's behind this hypersensitivity is a confusion of categories, uh, confusing uh, kindness, which is what we all want to be and aspire to be. We we ought to be kind, but confusing kindness with sentimental notions of niceness, and that very much, as you said, is an aesthetic that defines contemporary evangelicalism, so that it is more offensive for say. Joel Osteen to teach um, a, a, an inadequate gospel, which is no gospel at all. It, it's less offensive for him to do that than for me to have just named him and said that that's what he's doing. Yeah, and that you know, simply jeopardizes the church, right. ultimately. I mean, the other aspect of this is that those who uh, perform public actions, who preach sermons, make speeches... Uh, write books, write blogs. Mm-hmm. If you perform a public action, then you are legitimately exposed to public criticism. Right. I, you know, I published my first book nearly 20 years ago now. The first review came out, absolutely trashed it. <laughs> it, it deeply upset me at the time, yeah. but I never questioned the right of the reviewer to say what he said. Right. I would question the accuracy of what he said, the fairness of what he said, but I never questioned his right to criticize or critique me. Mm-hmm. Um, a year ago, I had somebody phone me up at home to, to tell me that he'd rubbished me on his blog. And <laughs> I, 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 he seemed slightly crestfallen. I can't remember his name. He, he, I, I, he seemed crestfallen that I didn't recognize his name. <laughs> and he seemed doubly crestfallen when I indicated that although I don't like being trashed on people's blogs, I, I do believe in freedom of speech. And I believe that they have the right to trash me on their blogs yeah. Yeah. if they wish. That's what stops us from being a totalitarian state on one right. level. Right. Well, I, again, in, in, in the naming of names, it's not something that I or you or we together uh, make a weekly practice of, but where we got pushback several weeks ago from, from a, a, a recording where we named two prominent, very prominent megachurch pastors who are also uh, mega writers and uh, mega uh, touring on book tours and, and that sort of thing, uh, they gave what, what you and I were convinced and still believe is is very unsound counsel to pastors. Now, these men write books that 
could very likely end up in the hands of people in our churches. And yeah. and and I'm I'm happy if 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 a guy's going to go to the trouble to sell a book, I assume he to write a book, I assume he wants them to sell, and I assume he would like some people in my church to buy them. But if he's going to do that, then he needs to be okay if I say what he's writing or what he's saying is wrong. Otherwise, yeah. he needs to put down the pen and not write um, uh, and, and be a, a, an adult about it. I mean, bottom line is, you've been ordained to pastor your congregation. Right. I've right. been ordained to pastor my congregation. Yes, there may be other books, hopefully, by other writers that our yep. congregants read. Absolutely. But we, we have a responsibility yeah. to speak to the material that our congregants are reading. In the same way that if my books are, are read by somebody in another congregation, that pastor yeah. has not the right but the duty to yeah. speak yeah. to what I'm writing if he thinks it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend a ton of books because there's a lot of really good books out there. But at the same time, um, I'm going to try to help my congregation be as discerning as possible so that they don't read things that are ultimately unhelpful and oftentimes worse than unhelpful. So, well, I, I, I think this is a helpful discussion that we need to continue to have. Um, we want our congregations to be discerning. We, we want people to understand that when someone, when a public teacher is publicly critiqued, it is not a personal mean attack, uh, but when done right, um, it's a duty in, in many ways. And, and we want to be faithful to that. If, what we're doing is public. If we say something that is wrong, something that is contrary to Scripture, then somebody ought to call us out. So, well, we're uh, we're very happy that you uh, joined us for this uh, uh, briefer edition of the Mortification of Spin. Uh, please, when you get a chance, visit the uh, website for the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals, uh, AllianceNet.org. And until then, signing off for uh, Carl Truman, this is Todd Pruitt, and we will talk to you next time. Have you had someone sit you down for that no-foam, non-fat latte? Taking criticism whether it's legitimate or not can be a challenge. We have a free message to give you entitled, Persevering in the Face of Criticism. Just visit mortificationofspin.org or call 800-488-1888 to download Persevering in the Face of Criticism. Visit mortificationofspin.org or call 800-488-1888. Mortification of Spin is a production of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. Alliance ministries include Reformation21.org, the Bible Study Hour, and events held nationwide. To learn more about the Alliance visit AllianceNet.org or call 800-488-1888. We can only continue with your support. To make a donation, please visit MortificationOfSpin.org or call 800-488-1888. That's MortificationOfSpin.org or call 800-488-1888 to make a donation. Please join us next time for the Mortification of Spin. <laughs>